to Didi Podcast with me, Fadia Zahrani from 2A Finance and Banking. If you are a fan of Formula One, you might be known that one by one, the legend of Formula One drivers has retired. Last year, the Iceman, Kimi Raikkonen, left the garage. This legend has retired and left good memories for us. Sebastian Vettel made astonishingly rapid and successful progress through the lower ranks of motorsport. In 2010, he became the youngest ever Formula 1 world champion and he has held on the title ever since. Vettel spent 8 years in karts, winning the German Junior Karting Championship, Monaco Kart Cup, and the European Junior Karting Championship in 2001. The following year, he was sixth in the senior ICA car championship and then moved into car racing. He finished second in the 2003 Formula BMW Germany championship and was the top rookie. The following year, age 17, he emphatically won the title, taking 18 wins from 20 starts and 387 points from a maximum of 400. The following season, he was fifth in the Formula 3 Euro Series. The championship was dominated by, by Lewis Hamilton and ASM Vettel's ASL team didn't win a single race, too he was the top rookie. Thanks to his BMW connection, Vettel made his debut as an avantager for the Williams team. Still aged only 18, he had to ask his school teacher for time off to do the test. The following year, Vettel joined Paul de Resta at ASM but finished second to his teammate in the championship. A debut appearance in the World Series by Renault proved much more fruitful. Vettel won both races at Misano. He also appeared at the next round in Spain but badly injured his hand in a 170 mph crash. His right index fingers was almost severed and had to be stitched back together. So now let's move on the BMW stories about Vettel. Northwest, Vettel joined BMW's F1 team as a test driver and became their Friday driver after Robert Kubica was promoted to the race team in Jacques Villeneuve's place. Vettel was fastest of all in Friday practice on his first weekend in Turkey where not only did he also become the youngest driver to participate in the Grand Prix weekend, but he also collected a fine for speeding in the pit lane on the way to the track for the first time. Now, let's talk about his career in 2007. He began the 2007 season racing in the World Series by Renault, but when Kubica was injured during the Canadian Grand Prix, Vettel stood in for him Indianapolis and finished 8, became the youngest driver to score a championship point. Kubica returned in the following round, but Vettel got another change in F1 later that year. So now, let's talk about his career in Toro Rosso. Toro Rosso drops court speed following the European Grand Prix and Vettel took his place for the rest of the season. While running an excellent third in the wet Japanese Grand Prix, Vettel collided with the driver in front of him during a safety car period. 
Worst of all, it was fellow Red Bull driver Mark Webber, who had a potential victory in his sight. Vettel redeemed himself at the next at the next race in China, again in wet conditions, where he finished fourth. Now, let's talk about his career in 2008. Even better followed in 2008, when Vettel dominated in wet Italian Grand Prix taking the pole position and leading almost all the way to win, he said afterward. In the race itself, I was surprised. You've just taken the checker flag in the first race is over, and you've won your first Grand Prix. To start with, I didn't understand and start thinking, what do you say at a time like this? In the end, my engineer, who's a very quiet guy, came on the radio and told me that I just won the Italian Grand Prix. I turned on the radio and started talking very slowly and collectively, thanking people. It's dumb. You work your whole life for a moment like this, and when it finally happens, you don't know where you are, but by the end of the slowdown lap, it clicked, and then I turned the radio back on again and screamed my thanks, this time in Italian. It was the culmination of rapid progress by the team throughout the season. Vettel had often struggled to get beyond the first lap early in the year, but the arrival of the new STR chassis at Monte Carlo, followed later by an engine upgrade, but put the team in among the front runners. So, now let's move to his career in Red Bull. First, in 2009. By then, Vettel had already been confirmed as David Coulthard's replacement at Red Bull for 2009, but his second full season of F1 didn't get off to a great start. While running second at Melbourne, he overstepped the mark in his attempt to defend his position from Kubica and the pair collided. The steward hand Vettel a great penalty for the next round at Malaysia where he also failed to score. This was a setback at the beginning of the year in which he ended as runner-up in the Drivers' Championship. He won four times including a dominant wet weather patchouli at Shanghai, which echoed his maiden win at Monza. Later in the season, the RB5 was often the car to beat and fatal ad wins at Silverstone, Suzuka and Abu Dhabi but more lost opportunities hampered his championship ambition. A crash at Monaco, a collision with Kimi Raikkonen at the Hungaroring, and a mistake on the first lap while leading it at Istanbul. A blown engine at Valencia hindered his chance further. And then, let's move to 2010. Red Bull carried Rave home into 2010 and Vettel should have won the first two races of the year, but he was hit with car problem while leading in Bahrain and Australia. He did deliver a win in Malaysia, but Timmy Weber seized the initiative with a series of wins at mid-season. Vettel was frustrated not just by car problems but also by some costly mistakes. He collided with Weber in Istanbul and pressed into Jensen Button as Spa front court champs. But he was rarely off 
the front row of the grid and start front of the 19 races from pole position. Late in the season, he hit a race vein of form, winning Japan and Brazil and leading until his engine blew in Korea. Even so, he was the third ranked title contender heading into the season final at Abu Dhabi. But his rivals, Weber and Alonso, hit trouble further claim his fifth win of the year to snatch his championship in a dramatic turnaround. Now, let's move to his career in 2011. Shortly before 2011 began, Vettel extended his contract with Red Bull until the end of 2014. The RB7 was the class of the field once again, and this time, Vettel used it to exert crossing superiority over his rivals. From 19 races, he set pole position 15 times, a new record, and won 11 races to wrap up the championship with 4 races to spare. Vettel, comprehensively, outclassed teammate Wilbur, who scored a single win in the final race in Brazil as Vettel suffered a rare gearbox failure. This and a first lap retirement in Abu Dhabi following a puncture were just about the only things that went wrong from Vettel as he became the first driver since Fernando Alonso in 2006 to win back-to-back world championship title. And now, let's talking about his career in 2012. Vettel successfully defended his titles again in 2012 after a season-long battle with Alonso. Changes in the technical rules left Red Bull fighting a rear-guard action in the opening races. Second, Vettel in the season opener in Melbourne and victory in round 4 got the year off to a promising start. But while Red Bull tried to make the progress with their RB5, Vettel slipped behind a tight battle and Alonso seized the initiative. A potential win in Valencia was lost due to alternate failure. At other tracks, Weber had got to grips with the new car more quickly. Another alternative failure in Italy cost him points in a race he had already compromised by picking up a penalty while dicing with Alonso. He made a similar mistake with Button in Germany. But Vettel's season began to turn around after the summer break. A strong drive in Belgium produced a useful second place finish. He collected the victory in Singapore after Hamilton retired in front of him. They began a sequence of races in which he was never hit, winning four times in a row. Having taken the championship lead from Alonso, Vettel's run of success failed. He was sent to the back of the grid for a technical infringement in Abu Dhabi, but impressively recovered to finish on the podium. Hamilton pinched victory off him in America. And he went into the final round of the championship with a 13-point margin over Alonso. This proved to be just enough after the tenth final round at Interlagos, in which Vettel was knocked into a spin on lap one and spent the rest of the race with a damaged car. 
He salvaged 6th place while Alonso could only manage 2nd, which was a sufficient for him to keep hold on the championship. Now, let's talk about his career in 2013. Vettel extended his round of championship in 2013 with his 4th victory in a row. The opening rounds of the championship promised a closely fought campaign, with Vettel sharing wins with Alonso and Raikkonen. Mercedes also started the season strongly, their drives keeping Vettel from the pole position more often than not in the first half of the championship. But regular podium finish, finish kept Vettel ahead in points. They include a controversial win in Malaysia, where he defied his team's order for him to stay behind Weber and pass his teammate in the final stint. After the summer break, which also coincided with a mid-season change in tire construction that helped Red Bull, Vettel reeled off a six consecutive wins, which decided uh, the outcome of the title with three races to go, he kept on winning until the end of the season, setting a new record by taking nine consecutive Grand Prix victories. So now, let's talk about 2014's Vettel career. Vettel's title run and race winning streak come to an end following a major change in the technical regulation. The switch to V6 hybrid turbo engines was not one that Red Bull. In particular, its engine supplier Renault was well prepared for. However, Vettel also struggled to get the best out of the RB11. New teammate Daniel Ricciardo fared much better, and on the question when the dominant Mercedes car were beatable, it was he, not Vettel, who capitalized. Vettel slipped to fifth in the championship, and his mounting frustration led him to a major career change. At the Japanese Grand Prix, Red Bull announced the pair would pass away, and Vettel was eventually confirmed to be heading to Ferrari as a replacement for Alonso. So now, let's talk about his career in 2015. Ferrari had endured an even less competitive 2014 campaign that Red Bull, failing to win a single race but the team turned it around in 2015, having rectified some of the fundamental shortcomings of their first V7 hybrid turbo. The red cars were contention for victory much sooner than expected, and Vettel was the front guard. Having followed the Mercedes pair home in Melbourne, he pressed them harder in Malaysia. When the silver car met early pit stop due to a safety car deployment, Vettel took the opportunity to lead the race, exploit the, the advantage of his car's performance on softer tires, and took a surprise win. It was not, however, the prelude to a championship bid. Mercedes was simply too strong for Pedal to consistently take points away from them. He was, however, by far their closest challenger while new teammate Kimi Raikkonen showed his potential in China and Bahrain 
over the balance of the season, Vettel easily handled his fellow world champion teammate. For the wins came in Hungary and Singapore. The former thanks to a scrappy performance by Mercedes player. The latter superiorly again outperformed the Mercedes on a hot track with soft rubber. Despite a shock at Spa, where a likely podium finish disappeared when a tire exploded, Vettel even headed Nico Rosberg's Mercedes in a point standing until the latter stage of the year. He was ultimately forced to settle for third, but three victories and ten other podium finish were the perfect answer to his distraction after 2014. So now let's talk about his career in 2016. Year 2 at Ferrari could only be described as a disappointment. More than that, Vettel's ground frustration boiled over into outright anger as he neared the end of the season winless campaign in three years. The flashpoint came in Mexico where Vettel, log in battle with Max Verstappen, exploded with fury when the Red Bull driver refused to yield a position that Vettel had been incorrectly told he would be given. Vettel launched into a four-letter tirade aimed at race director Charlie Waiting over the radio and swerved into Daniel Ricciardo when he came under attack from the other Red Bull. He escaped Kinsure for the former, but later cost him a podium finish. This came, this came at the end of season that has started much more promisingly. But the late first lap of the season and might have won in Australia had his team misappeared the opportunity to change his tire during a race suspension. Having failed to do that, the Mercedes easily passed them. Another victory surpassed him by in Canada. Another flying star put him in the lead. But this time, Ferrari played too hastily during a virtual safety car period. The deployment and suddenly, the team failed to gain the benefit from their quick pit stop and Vettel's lead was lost. He ended the season on the podium in Abu Dhabi. His seventh appearance of the year but was far less than the team had hoped for from 2016. Now, let's talk about his career in 2017. Ferrari's decision to focus its 2016 development program on the 2017 season, when new aerodynamic regulation arrived, paid off. The team began the season in strong shape and Vettel led the championship in the first half of the year. This was despite a controversial run-in with Hamilton in Azerbaijan. Vettel, believing Hamilton had brake-tested him behind the safety car, swerved into the side of his rival, causing contact. He was fortunate to escape with no more than a stop to penalty and luckier still to end the race ahead of Hamilton, who had to be due to a loose headrest. But it was in the final sequence of flyaway races the federal championship hopes were crushed. He took a pole position in Singapore but triggered a three-way coll collision that wiped out 
both Ferris along with Max Verstappen's Red Bull. Victory for Hamilton put him on course for the title, and technical trouble for Vettel in Japan all but killed off his hope. Hamilton ultimately clinched the title in Mexico, but Vettel grabbed a final win in Brazil. The title may have include him, but Ferrari was finally building championship contenders again. Congratulations, Ferrari! So now let's talk about his career in 2018. The signs were good at the beginning of 2018. Ferrari has closed the house power gap to Mercedes, and Vettel start the season with back-to-back wins in Australia and Bahrain. After he comprehensively seen off the Mercedes in Canada, it seemed Vettel was finally on course for the fifth championship. He'd been seeking for five years, but it didn't come to pass, and it was largely due to his errors. He called it a good penalty in Austria, tangled with Bottas and France, and worse, being his ASF 71 age while leading on home ground, and that wasn't the end of it. Having rest victory from Hamilton at Spain, he squandered points by tangling with his rival on lap 1 at Monza. This began a trend, he did the same with Verstappen in Japan and Ricciardo in Austin. That left his championship hopes in tatters, and Hamilton duly finished the job in Mexico. So now, let's move about his career in 2019. After no wins for over a year, Sebastian Vettel reclaimed the top grid by winning a Singapore GP in 2019. Okay, now off from Ferrari, now let's get the beautiful green car. Aston Martin. Now let's talk about his career from 2021 to the end of this season, 2022. Vettel joined Aston Martin for the 2021 season, replacing Sergio Perez. In his debut race weekend in Bahrain, he received a great penalty in qualifying, forcing him to start last while Vettel started well. He had a collision with Esteban Ocon, giving him a time penalty and end up finishing in 15th place. He received 5 penalty points on his license. Aston Martin, the principal of Master of Nowhere, report no concern, owing to this being a very different car from the Ferrari, lack of laps in preseason testing, and a very impressive race start. In the 5th race of the season, Vettel scored his first point for the team with a 5th place finish in Monaco. At the following race, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, he claimed, claimed Aston Martin's first podium with a 2nd place finish. Vettel also finished 2nd in Hungary but was later disqualified. Aris car failed to provide the one later sample of fuel required. He ended the season in 12th place in the driver's standing ahead of teammates Troll. During the season, Vettel made 152 overtakes, the most of any driver and won the inaugural overtake award. Vettel missed the first two races of the 2022 season in Bahrain in Saudi Arabia after testing positive for COVID-19. He was substituted by Aston Martin's reserve driver Nico Hülkenberg in July 2022. 
better announce his retirement from Formula 1 at the end of the 2022 season. So, that's all about Sebastian Vettel's career history. He's such a greatest driver, a wonderful driver, a legend, Danke said.